hey 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 <laughs> what is up it's your girl ray it's your girl i'm gonna get some t-shirts saying that saying it's your girl ray Whew. anyway hey how are you guys doing how's your day how was your day today i just grabbed my mic like i was a singer y'all y'all should have seen me it was just giving very much r&b singer very much the fifth member of in vogue you know giving very much okay y'all get it anyway so <sighs> i hate when i have to have these type of podcasts because it gets real deep so y'all remember on the last podcast if you listen that i was telling you all how you know life can hit you with good things bad things and even worse things so we're going to get into the bad things today well a bad thing not things not plural but thing so first of all um hope you all are having a great day a great week Hope something amazing happens to you. Hope that you look in the mirror and realize how bomb and beautiful you are. And yeah, that's it. So, this year (laughs) has been just a whirlwind of emotions. Just a lot of, you know, a lot of questions. A lot of, God, really? (laughs) A lot of, is this real life? And I'll just get into one of the biggest shockers. So, let's get into it. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. My cousin calls me and he says, hey, are you okay? Now, this is my first cousin. He's almost like my brother. Our moms are sisters. We've grown up, clicked tight. Um, we talk, but it's not like we talk every day. So for him to call me, um, immediately, despite me being groggy, I'm thinking like something's happened to my grandmother because she is almost 90 years old, you know, so you, you don't know what to expect. So I'm thinking something's happened to my grandmother in just, just a few little seconds that he's on the phone. I'm like, something had to happen to my grandmother. Um, he was like, you okay? And then I'm like, yeah, I'm sleep. Like I'm good, but I'm sleep. And he was like, your, your dad has passed. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, your dad passed. Like your brother just put it on Facebook. So I tell him like, Hey, give my brother my phone number and ask him to call me so we can figure out what's really good. So my brother calls me and I'm like, Hey, what happened? Like my dad, he, he still young. He, you know, he's in his his sixties. Like what's, what's up? And to be respectful to my siblings as well as my family, I won't say how he passed, but he tells me how he passed, and I'm just in shock. So I get off the phone with my brother, and I call my mom, and I tell her, you know, what happened. And she told me that my cousin had already called to tell her that he had passed and how he passed from what he saw. 
And, um, you know, my mom is not the most emotional person. So I know she's emotional because she really loved him. They, they were really in love at one point, but you know, it doesn't work out. But you know, when you love somebody or you, you've had that time with them and had a child with them, that bond is always there. So, um, she, she's shocked. I can tell she's trying to be strong for me and yeah. So we talked for probably like 30 minutes. I'm like, let me get up. Let me get my son right. Take him to school. So I get him together, tell him what happened. And, you know, he's like, you okay? And I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm totally okay. And, um, take him to school or whatever and come back and just mostly the rest of the day talking to my mom, didn't go to work, was completely in a daze, was completely shocked. Now, here is the honest truth. My dad and I, we were not close. We we did not have a daddy-daughter bond. Um, did I know him? Yeah. Did I know my siblings? Mm-hmm. I felt like when he died, at that moment, I was supposed to break down and lose myself. Just go crazy because you lose a parent and it's devastating. And I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Was I annoyed a little, a lot, really, let's be honest, a lot about how he died. Yes. But did I feel sadness over losing him? I felt nothing. My dad and I, we had a very confusing relationship it's been moments in my life where I have tried to talk to him as normal as I possibly can. I have tried to open up to him and tell him a little bit about my life experiences and my pains and things that I have gone through. And it was always hit with him talking over me, him singing or him just completely disregarding how I feel and what I have to say. And so it got to a point in my life where I stopped liking him. I just didn't like him. He wasn't a very nice person to me. He was very mean, and he said very horrible things about me. And I said some horrible things about him and to him. And for a long time, I held no regrets because I felt like I'm going to treat you the way you treat me. And if you're going to disrespect me, I'm not going to go as hard with the disrespect, but I'm going to disrespect you, too. You know, it isn't it doesn't take. A lot of work 
to be angry with someone. It is very easy to be angry at someone. It is very easy to block people. It is very easy to curse people out. That doesn't require a lot of work. But what requires a lot of work is being a mature person and apologizing and trying to heal with that person if you love them. You know, my dad passed in August of this year and it's December the 7th and I haven't cried yet. I talked to my therapist and I said, is something wrong with me? Is something wrong with me? And she says, why? I said, because I haven't cried over my dad passing. I said, when, when people around me, like my close friends and even coworkers who knew that my dad passed, they were all like so upset for me. And I even had to stop them and be like, I'm okay. <laughs> you don't have to do too much. <laughs> I'm good. And I'm like, that's not okay. I'm supposed to be devastated. I'm supposed to be almost suicidal. (laughs) Like, you lost your dad. And I remember my therapist, um, she says, you know, I was a part of Hurricane Katrina. She said that I live here in Houston, Texas. So um, it's a lot of people that migrated to Houston after Hurricane Katrina. So, you know, you meet a lot of people and just so happened my therapist is from Louisiana, New Orleans. And she says, um, she says, I was so deaf. She said, you know, we lost our house. We lost everything. The house that I grew up in, my grandmother's house, playgrounds, um, childhood friends, homes that I used to visit. They were all washed away in Katrina. And she said, I didn't shed one tear. She said, I lost everything, and I didn't shed one tear. She said, we were living in a shelter in Houston. And just overnight, my whole life was gone. And she said, I never shed a tear. And then she said, 12 years later, I was at a a psychology convention, and they showed a clip of her old neighborhood flooded from Katrina. And she said that she bawled her eyes out. Yep. She said that she bawled her eyes out. And she said it was so bad that she couldn't catch her breath. And other people that was at the convention, they had to get her. Like, they had to, like, calm her down because she was so, she was so out of it. She was so out of it. She was just gone. I'm sorry, y'all. I said 12 years. It was 11 years. I'm sorry. Yeah, because. Was it? Okay. Anyway, it was 11, 12 years. Okay. My point is, she said that it finally hit her how devastated she was over Katrina. She said, I finally cried. She said, I, it never used to bother me, but it finally hit me that I had lost everything and I had lost people in this hurricane. 
I don't know if that's ever going to be me. I don't know if 10 years from now it's going to hit me that I literally lost my dad at a young age. I mean, I'm not like 20, but I'm young. And I I wanted, I had so much anger. I had so much anger. I had so much anger. Because when he died, my siblings did what most people would do, what everybody does in this social media world. When somebody dies, we put up pictures and paragraphs telling everybody how much we love them. And I saw these paragraphs that my siblings had about him. And they were all so beautiful. How much they loved him. How funny he was. How he had these cool songs. And they all had a version of him that I never had. And even my mom, she said, why didn't you put much up about your dad on Facebook? For what? Why am I lying to people? Why am I lying to myself? We weren't like that. We didn't have that bond. We didn't, I didn't know much about him. I didn't. I only knew what she told me. I only knew a little bit of what some of my siblings told me. The last time that I tried to talk to my dad, it was five years ago. I actually went to a revival at that time in South Carolina. And a pastor told me that I needed to make things right with my father. And now that I look back, I guess he knew something I didn't. And I um, I even remember kind of looking at this pastor like, <laughs> okay, you wait on it. And he, he the, the way that the pastor looked at me, it was it was a look of, no, I'm serious. Like, make it right. Make it right. So I called. I mean, I, I, I my dad, he was he was on Facebook. We had had a few altercations, um, verbal altercations um, around that time. He posted like some crazy stuff on Facebook. I responded to it with me and him. We were kind of going back and forth. Um, And then I blocked him. So after the pastor told me I need to make it right with my dad, I unblocked him. This was five years ago. And this is around the time that I started wearing glasses. And I sent a picture of me with glasses on and I said, ha, look, I'm at this age and I finally um, I'm finally wearing glasses. I finally can't see because that was my icebreaker. That was my way of opening that door of just having a a conversation, a conversation. And it took him a while to see the message because, I mean, you know, people get busy. They don't look at their phones or whatever, you know. And so he finally saw my message. It said seen. And um, I kept checking my phone because I'm like, oh, he's going to respond. He's, you know, my dad, well, he, he was a funny guy, man. He was funny. He was a wise guy. He was he was a little obnoxious, too, but he was a comedian. He was funny. Um, and he never responded. 
So I was like, oh, he might have had a busy day. You know, probably he, you know, he, he probably don't know what to say. You know, me and him, we've been through a lot. You know, maybe he's just trying to get his words together. Two weeks later, never got a reply. Now, as someone who's felt like she's been rejected by her father her entire life, that right there just sent me over the edge. So naturally, like, I'm like, oh, you don't want to reply to me? But I see you replying to other things on Facebook and posting statuses. <laughs> Bet. Blocked. So I blocked him. And I didn't look back. And I blocked all of my siblings. And I didn't look back. And I told myself I was done with these people. I said, I'm done. My mama raised me. My siblings are my cousins. Shout out to my cousins because those are my siblings for real, for real. But at that time, I had so much anger and resentment and hate. I was like, they don't ever have to talk to me again, ever. He dies. And now the opportunity to say what I wanted to say to him is lost forever. I don't have the opportunity to tell him. What he meant to me. I don't have the opportunity to tell him that I wanted more than anything in this world to be a daddy's girl. I don't have the opportunity to say that there are so many moments in my life I wish I had you. I don't have that opportunity. It's gone. Because he's gone. And because my pride got the best of me. Instead of me really trying. Instead of me really. Letting him know how I felt. And, and trying to make this work. I got rejected. I got mad. And I never had a chance to talk to my father again. A part of me feels like I'm the blame. And then another part of me feels like he was the parent. He brought me in this world. I didn't bring him into this world. If he really wanted to talk to me, he would have talked to me. I'm not going to just have all this guilt on myself. And he could have talked to me as well. But let's think about it. He's gone now. And so I could do the blame game all day long. I could do the blame game. I could say it was him. No, it was you. It was him. It was you. At the end of the day, he is gone. And I will never have the opportunity to talk to this man again. I would never have the opportunity to ask questions. I would never have the opportunity to tell him some things that I felt he needed to know. They are gone Now, let's get to the good part, <laughs> the nitty gritty. I don't know if you guys heard me mention in the in in this story how I blocked all my siblings. Um, it's a whole lot to that. 
Um, but yeah, I blocked them. I blocked them. And um, I unblocked them. And I added them all back because we need to come together because we lost our father. And we had a group. We have a group chat. And we all decided to have a call. And it was so good to see my siblings because I love these people. <laughs> um, true indeed. I don't have the bonds with them that I have with my cousins who are like my siblings. But it's just good to see them because I know these people, right? So it's good to see them. It's like, oh, my God, look at y'all. Y'all are so cute. <laughs> y'all, y'all are beautiful. And <laughs> everything was going so well. Everything was going good. They were talking about him. We were getting to know each other. And all of a sudden, I spaz out. I get mad. I get emotional. And I leave the chat. Now, I'm not emotional over my dad. Because I have yet, as I have said, to tap into that part yet. I have tapped into being completely in shock that I have lost a parent because I've never lost a parent before. But I haven't tapped to the, into the devastation of losing him. I'm not there yet. But I did tap into resentment. And I tapped into jealousy. Because these are people that had access to him the way that I want it. These are people that knew things about him that I never knew. And these are people that he reached out to and he called and he checked on and he texted and he never did that with me. Never. They tried to make me feel good. They said, Oh, he told you happy birthday on Facebook. Did he? My mom says, you know, he used to ask about you. Did he? Did he? I can't imagine as a mother not talking to my child for years. Five years on top of that. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So excuse me is if when they tell me, oh, he, you know, he told you happy birthday. I don't jump for joy. I appreciate the fact that my siblings understand my pain. But at the same time. At the same time. They know that there's nothing they could do. There's nothing they could say that could make me feel any differently. There's nothing they can do or say that can make me ever feel like I was loved by him or even liked. There's nothing they could do or say. You told me happy birthday on Facebook. Why didn't you call? 
Why didn't you ever call me just to talk to me? Why didn't you ever call just to talk to my son? Why didn't you try to keep in contact and see how we're doing? You talk to everybody else. And so there were these questions. It was this resentment. It was this jealousy. It was this hurt. It was this anger. And I'm realizing at the end of this year that I am going to let that go. So I'm in therapy and I am trying my best. I'm trying my absolute best to move forward and to heal. The biggest issue with myself, the biggest red flag, because <laughs> that's a trend right now, is that I run. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. I wish I would have ran more towards my father than away from him. I wish I would have kept reaching out. And I wish that instead of holding on to anger and resentment, I just would have let it all go and just talk to him as normal. And I wish that I could have had some positive last moments with him. And so for anybody that's lost someone, you always wish you had that moment. You always wish that you could have said something to somebody. And I won't get too personal and say what I wanted to say to my father because I feel like that's something that's always going to be between myself and God. But I just wish I had that opportunity. And true indeed, I feel like I'm the child. I'm the child. You should have chased me. Still, it still does not take away the fact that I could have also swallowed my pride, not blocked him, and I could have given him the opportunity to get to know me. Every now and again, when my siblings post something about him, I cringe a little bit, and it's not a cringe of disgust or it's a cringe of, wow, like you really knew him. You really had that bond with him, and I didn't have it, and that's what I'm working on for myself. I'm working on trying to remove that resentment, trying to just be thankful that my siblings, my nieces and my nephews, they all had that opportunity to get to know him, to to be close with him, to have a father, to talk to him before he passed. Like they are blessed to have that. And although I did not have that, it's okay because some of the talents and the gifts that he had, he passed down to me. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful. And we have to learn how to love, let people love us at the level they can love us on. Now, again, out of respect for my siblings and my family, I won't get too deep into my dad's life because I don't really know much about my dad's life. And the little that I do know, I'm not going to share on the podcast. But I will say that based on his past experiences, based on things that he's been through, 
He could only love me at the capacity he could love me at. And I was trying to push that capacity and it was not there. If just him talking to me on the phone for an hour was his way of telling me I love you, I'll take it. My sister said, she said, the last time I talked to him, which was actually the week that he passed, she said that they were they were singing on the phone together. I love to sing. I don't have the best voice, but I love to sing. And I would have loved the opportunity just to sing with him on the phone. And if I just had that little small opportunity, that would have meant the world to me, right? But I let my pride get in the way. And maybe he let his pride get in the way. But we would never have the opportunity to talk to each other again. And so, in closing... I want to tell anybody that's listening that lost someone that you will never have the chance to speak to again. The people that's alive and the people that's in your life right now, love on them. Talk to them. Call that cousin that you've been beefing with for years and just have a regular conversation. Call that parent that you can't stand because you've had some very bad arguments and they've said things to you and you've said things to them, call them. And don't even bring up what you all have been through. Just talk. Tell them about your trip to Target. Just talk normal. Just embrace people while they're, they're here. And stop getting mad when someone can't love you on the level that you want them to love you on. My voice is starting to crack because I'm sleepy. (laughs) Um, But um, that's the lesson that I learned from losing my dad, y'all. I just learned to swallow that pride, to let go of resentment, to talk to people while they're still here, and to just let it go, man. Let it go and forgive people. You're not God, and you have no right to walk around with unforgiveness in your heart and disliking people because of what they've done to you. You can stay away from them. You can keep your distance, but you still have to forgive them. You have to do that, and you have to do that for yourself. I could very much so be bitter and angry over my dad, but it's slowly going away because he's gone, and me being bitter and angry does nothing. It does nothing. It's not like he's going to come back and say, okay, we can talk now because you're, you know, you're so bitter and angry and I want you to get rid of it. So I have to get rid of it myself. And I'm going to do that. I'm putting in that work. So, yeah, man, I hate to be all sad, y'all, but I had to share with y'all my real life because that's what this is. This is real life. And I told y'all I was going to tell y'all while I took a little why I took a little break because I don't want to be doing podcasts all depressed and sad. I had to get my mind right, get myself together. You feel me? Had to take a couple of walks around the park. You know, your girl had to get it together. So anyway, shout out to my siblings. We, um, you know, we <laughs> we're not the Brady Bunch. but we're trying we're trying we're growing we love each other um any hurt feelings anything anything that has been said that's inappropriate we are going to work through it we're going to be okay and um 
I I I very much so believe that next year will be a very wonderful year for us um, as we come we attempt to come together and you know we're gonna make him proud. <laughs> we're gonna make him proud. <laughs> Side note, um, my dad gave me his middle name, which is his middle name is Raymond, and everybody called him Ray. And my middle name is Ray. So, yeah, pretty cool that I had his name. (laughs) All right, you guys, I'm going to bed. I say that all the time, right? I'm totally not going to bed. I got to check up on, I got to catch up on my TV shows, y'all. So let me not even lie. But anyway, thank you for listening to me. You could be listening to anybody, but you rocking with your girl. Much respect, much love. Let's go ahead and close this thing out. But yeah, man, y'all have a great night.